Hello, everyone. How you doing? Welcome back to another episode of The Banker Next Door. I'm your host, Dr. Joe Berquist. Today, I wanted to get in and talk with everybody about student loans. I wanted to give everybody a little bit of information on how we kind of got here in the current student loan situation and then hopefully give people some ideas as to how to how to deal with student loans or maybe how to deal with your particular situation toward the end of the video. So please, you know, kind of kind of follow me through this little journey here and stick around to the end of the video where hopefully I can give some good advice, hopefully help you out if you're trying to deal with some student loan issues. Uh, you, you might notice in the uh, the background here, I've got some uh, little t-shirts here. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, from the Philadelphia area. So I'm, I'm a huge, huge Philadelphia sports fan. And uh, today we, it was a good, it was a good day. The, uh, the, the Eagles uh, started off four and oh, and the uh, Phillies got the, it finished the regular season winning their 90th game and uh, basically into the playoffs. So I'm, uh, I'm just kind of celebrating uh, showing my, uh, my Philly spirit right now as it, as it were. So as I'm, as uh, today, like I said, today is a good day for Philadelphia sports fans. Um, Hopefully that will be true next week. Hopefully that will be true. The Phillies can hopefully get a win and uh, move on to the next round, but we'll we'll see what happens. But uh, so getting into student loans. So what's been happening right now with student loans? Well, we haven't had student loan payments for a number of years. Basically, during the pandemic, government decided to shut down student loan payments. So that all basically stopped and has been for almost three years now. Now all now. Basically, we've got a situation where the interest on the student loans kicked back in on September 1st. So interest is now accruing on these loans. And furthermore, the loan payments are going to start on October 1st. Now, you might be a person, individual out there who hasn't had to make payments in a long time. And now all of a sudden, these, these new payments are going to be kicking in. Um, I, too, am one of those individuals. I, I took out student loans on pretty much every area of, uh, of my personal life. I and mean, I took out student loans when I went undergrad to college. I took out student loans to go to get an MBA, to get a doctorate. Uh, so I'm, I'm right there in the same boat with, uh, with a lot of people out there just trying to, trying to pay off student loan payments and get everything done and, and moving forward. So this, uh, so this, this uh, topic is uh, just as important to me as it is to, to anybody else. So, but let's take a look real quick. I, I had a couple, um, I had a couple articles here I wanted to share with everybody. So this first article comes to us from Investopedia. This was an article that was out just the other day called How Student Loan Borrowers Ended Up in a $1.5 Trillion Hole. Uh, really interesting article, if I, if I can page down here. So just a couple things I wanted to highlight. The student loan debt burden has been building since the 1980s when tuition and other college costs began to grow faster than inflation. In the past two decades, families have accumulated student loan debt, preventing them from buying houses, getting married, and having children. And as we scroll down here, it's a great chart. So for the podcast audience, what we're looking at here is we're looking at a chart of college tuition and how that cost of college tuition has far outpaced the cost of inflation uh, over the last few decades. And you can see here from the chart that things started going up in the 80s and the 90s. And then basically around 2007, uh, this number just really took off and has has pretty much gone completely out of sight. And we've now gotten to, like you said, an area where we're $1.5 trillion in debt on the student loans. And if I scroll down here a little bit, it even says here, yeah, between 2007 and 2020, federal student loan debt nearly tripled, going from $515 billion to $1.5 trillion. 
uh, just a massive increase. Now, how did we, you know, how did we get to this point? How do we get to a point where we have $1.5 trillion in debt? Well, there's a number of reasons for it. I think the first thing, first and foremost, is that the government has been doling out the student loans. And as long as the government has kept the student loans rolling, um, colleges have felt free to continue to increase their tuition. Um, that's kind of a short answer. There's also, I think, a little bit more complicated answer where, you know, colleges, I think, got into, if you want to describe it, it's almost like an arms race where they were like the, everybody had to, you know, build new dorm buildings, build new sports complexes, build new science and business buildings and and really kind of put out a lot of great stuff in order to entice potential students to come, you know, come to their campus, come to their university, wherever that may be in, in the 50 states in the U.S. Um, so you had a lot of that going on. I also think that you've had things going on in the college world where I think um, the salaries for deans have become extremely bloated. Uh, I think the salaries for, for staff have become extremely bloated. Administrative staffs themselves have become enormously bloated in a lot of the universities. And, you know, I read a story, I read a, um, an article not too long ago in the Wall Street Journal, which basically said that if the government stopped funding student loans, that probably half the universities in the United States would just go out of business overnight. And you're talking about probably a little over 3,000 college universities in the United States. So, we've gotten to this point from, you know, from a number of, of different reasons. And, uh, you know, and it's, it, I think it goes on to say here in the article that, you know, your, your kind of average, uh, individual has about $45,000 in student loan debt. And we'll kind of talk about that more in a, in a minute here when we get to, you know, potential, um, when I get into kind of, you know, just my thoughts at the end about how I think you can kind of deal with the student loan debt issue. Uh, another article I wanted to share with everyone is, this was an article that was in the Wall Street Journal. This was called, Why Now is a Horrible Time to Refinance Student Loans. And this article was uh, just out a few days ago. Now, this article really gets into a couple of court now now do do I believe that uh, do I believe that there is going to be a you know mass debt forgiveness um, probably not uh, so I so I would basically just say that you know you need to tackle this uh, issue in a couple other ways here now it also goes on to say in the article that basically now's not a great time to refinance just because interest rates are so high you know you've basically got you know, interest rates that are, I think for undergraduate loans are around five and a half percent, which is up from 2.75 percent in 2020. Um, and then you have, uh, let's see here, professional students, uh, you know, probably at like a 7.05 and 8.05 interest rate level, respectively. So the point being there is that, you know, if, you, if you're not getting a rate below say 7%, it probably doesn't make a whole lot of sense for you to, to refinance this thing at this, at this point in time. Um, so 
And now it does go on to say that if you have graduate loans that now that, you know, it might not be a bad time for you to consolidate. So if, you know, I, I guess if you just got an MBA or you went through law school or you went through uh, medical school and you've got just a tremendous amount of student loan debt, uh, now might not might not be a bad time for you to consolidate or refinance, just depending on the interest rates and things that are out there and what you can get uh, based on your income and your, your current credit score. So just to recap that again real quick. So if you were looking, if you got undergraduate debt and you're looking to refinance that again, now might not be the best time simply because if you do refinance, you could remove yourself from any possible debt forgiveness that may come down the road. And also you have to take into consideration the interest rates and, and what's out there. So, so again, I just, you know, wanted to share that with everyone. So now my, you know, kind of my thoughts, like what, um, you know, what, what do I think on this whole thing? Well, I'll put it to you this way. Student loans typically have an amortization schedule of at least 20 years. Uh, sometimes they can they can go out with certain products as far as 25 years. That's a very long time, you know, and and I'm going to give you a perspective here that that you only get with with age. And that is, you know, when you're in college, you think that college is going to last forever. And it doesn't. It, it basically goes by in, in the blink of an eye and you get out there in the real world, you start working and you start to realize that, you know, 20 years is a long time. And if say if you were going to work in the working world world for 40 years, you're going to have a 40 year career. That means you're going to be paying for a student loan for half that time. That's a that's an awful long time to be paying for student loan debt. Um, so if you're 22 years old and you get out of college, and you start paying off your student loan and you pay that thing off in the 20 year time frame, that means you're going to be 42 years old when you're done paying that student loan debt. And, and let me tell you, there's a lot that happens in those 20 years. You know, you, you, you get you want to get married. Uh, you want to buy a house. You want to start a family. You, you know, there's just so many things that kind of happen to you in that time frame. And uh, and again, having having a, a massive amount of student loan debt, you know, can can cause you a lot of problems. The, you know, in, in trying to make a lot of those dreams and things happen. So, so what are my thoughts on this? Well, if you were in some type of a program where, you know, you can go and work, like if you're like a, a social worker or if you're an attorney and you can get in, like, say you're going to go work for like a diesel DA's office or something like that, you can qualify for one of these programs where basically you pay on that student loan debt for 10 years. And then whatever the balance is at the end of the 10 years, that remaining amount will get forgiven. That is definitely one option out there that, that people should look into. Uh, but I think for the most part, you definitely want to get the student loans paid off sooner rather than later. And I think the, the best thing again, and, if we go back to that article for a minute where it said that, you know, student loans are generally about $45,000, um, you know, per individual borrower. So if I had $45,000 in student loan debt right now, I would really try to treat that basically like an auto loan and basically say, hey, can I get this paid off in five or six years? Now, one thing you might want to do is to basically say, hey, uh, I've got my existing amortization schedule. I've got a loan payment based on a 20-year amortization. Well, Go online, find yourself an amortization schedule, run the existing balance and based on a five-year amortization or six-year amortization, see what that loan payment is. And then once you know what that loan payment is, just make that loan payment every month. Add that extra, you know, pay your, your normal payment 
and then add the extra payment on top of it every month to get that loan basically paid off in five or six year time period. And, it, you know, and again, I know that can be tough. I know that can be difficult. Uh, but I will tell you that, you know, when I got when I got out of college, uh, I had a second job that I worked for 10 years that I basically used to pay off um, all my undergraduate debt. I mean, this was the same strategy that I used to get all my undergraduate loan debt paid off. And that was basically just treated it like a car payment, had it for five years and and got it all paid off. And I used that I used that second job to to pay that debt off. And and for and for my instance, you know, it's probably, you know, probably about thirty thousand dollars in student loan debt when I when I got out of undergrad, which was um, <laughs> a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Uh, but uh, but yeah, so. Uh, so those are those are just some of my thoughts. Basically, you know, try to get rid of the student loan debt. Try to get it paid off as best you can. Some of the things that you really want to avoid are, you know, you don't want to get into a situation where you end up in some kind of forbearance agreement or you end up in some kind of what's called a negative amortizing loan, meaning that you know you've got interest. In other words, you're not making the payments. But those payments don't go away. They just get added on to the loan. So say you, for example, you have a $40,000 loan balance and now you're in a negative amortizing loan where those loan payments are just getting added on to the back end along with perhaps extra penalties or interest that may be accruing. So now your, your loan balloons from 40,000 to say 60,000 or 70,000, you know, now you, you know, you might be digging yourself a hole that you just, you just can't get out of. So I think it's uh, so again, I think, you know, look at this, try to examine it as best you can, but really work to see if you can find a way to kind of get this debt paid off and, and get rid of it as soon as you can. Um, and for anybody who's in high school or college now, I would definitely recommend, you know, think very strongly about what your return on investment is. Uh, look very, very closely at the major that you're going to go into. Uh, look at what you can expect to make once you graduate, once you get out there in the real world, what does this, what does this major ultimately, you know, what does this career path ultimately pay for you? And does it make sense for you to potentially take on whatever student loan debt that you're looking to take on based on that potential return on investment that you're going to get down the road from your career? Because that's, you know, because again, uh, you know, unfortunately, I, I think a lot of uh, I think a lot of high school kids and even college kids today, they they don't really think about that until after the fact. They don't think about that until after they're done college and they're sitting there and all of a sudden it's like, wow, uh, I had this I had this great time going to college and I've got this great degree on my wall. But man, I, I don't think I really thought about the ramifications of having this huge student loan debt on my back and how how was I going to handle that based on the money I was making now out there in the real world, actually working my job and my career. So again, just hopefully some things to think about. I do worry about what ultimately happens to the consumer here because I, I did an episode a couple of weeks ago on, on auto loan and credit card debt. And I do worry at, at this point in time when you've got, you know, people have bought, been buying much more expensive cars the last couple of years. Uh, people's credit card debt has ballooned. Um, interest rates have dramatically gone up and now, you're going to add the student loan debt back on top of it. And so I just I do wonder how that's ultimately going to affect the consumer. I, I can't see that affecting the consumer in a good way, 
So we'll have to just, you know, we'll have to play out and see what happens. So, but uh, that's basically it for today. I would ask everybody, please remember to like and subscribe and share. Uh, that always helps the channel. Uh, I thank you everyone for joining uh, me today. Please don't forget to leave a comment below if you, if you feel like there's something I should add to this conversation or maybe something that I left out, please share that. I'm always happy to go back and, and, uh, you know, cause this, again, these, the things I talk about in this podcast are things that are always continuing and evolving. And, um, you know, there's always much more to be said down the road, but, uh, but like I said, don't forget to like, share and subscribe, and I will see you all again real soon. Thank you so much.